0: On today's episode of Solana Made Easy, we started the discussion around Utes, what we anticipate the price action to be, as well as Solana Builder Kit selling their Utes whitelist spots for roughly 100 sol at the current price. We then discussed a variety of things ranging from one-of-one artists, where alpha can be found through other opportunities like exchange art open editions, projects like 888-ANON, and far more from a variety of different speakers. We concluded the episode today with a variety of projects by Frisk, mentioning upcoming mints aside from mutes that people should have an eye on. But if you want to catch the episodes live, Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, at Easy Eats Bodega on Twitter. But let's dive into the episode. What is going on, Solana Ecosystem? We're back again to end the week with another banger here, Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern time, for all that sweet, sweet Solana Alpha. Shout out all the people listening. Shout out the dope speakers. We got everything here about the Solana market, what we're buying, what we're losing money on, where we're making trades, everything in between, and so much more. Man, man. If you're new here, feel free to raise your hand, request to speak. We love new voices, love new takes, love other people's thoughts and takes on the market as a whole. But we got a lot to cover. ABC is still running the market, still doing its thing. Seems like HG may have some plans in store for us after all. We got a few other things going on. It looks like some ETH individuals are uh, comparing dick butts to duck punks. And I'm not sure if I'm mad or glad about it. I'm trying to make sense of it myself, but hey we'll get to the bottom of it for sure. We did have Magic Eden's first ETH launch yesterday. I'm sure we'll cover some of that. A lot of conversation throughout the day around it and so much more. But let's get into it. I know Frisk will be joining us late. So we got Manny up here co-hosting. Shout out to you, Manny. But Running Man, how you doing?
1: As it going easy? Um, ABC, man. It's what it's all about this week, I think. Um I mean, it's took most of the volume, so it's only right. I mean, I know I'll keep talking about it. I mean, anybody who's on yesterday's show would have caught that nice little pump up to, um, you know, that nice little run-up this morning when you tweeted. Um, I mean, as I say, it's, we go through different stages in the market at the moment. I'm try- I mean, we've had, we had that run-up and I exited the market because, obviously, you know, you never know if the price is going to pull back the other way. Um, You need to be, uh, like we said yesterday, we need, you need to be able to sit on your hands and... Um, and weight. Um, the market's market settled down a bit now, and I'm just dipping in at the bottom of the range, taking a bit of rarity and recirculating it. Literally, I'm taking point twos, but at the, cer- the sort of volume, you know, I'm, I'm taking point two profits, point eighteens, but you do enough of them, and they soon start to mount up. And um, just because to show you, different stages in the market, different strategies, you know, we pivot, we maneuver, you've got to have a lot, of, you know, being a trader, you've got to have a lot of, like, different tools in your armory and the ability to d- adjust.
0: No, I couldn't have said it better in any way myself. I know that those point add up quickly. Uh, it certainly felt a lot better when you were taking point two, point three when the soul was at two hundred. But uh, beggars can't be choosers here, so any profit's good profit, my friend. Well,
1: the way I see, if it gets back there one day, like I'm flipping <laughs> these and fifty-dollar flips. Um...
0: Oh yeah, one soul equals one soul, no matter what the actual price is. Uh, I think that's probably the best way to put it. Still, how I'm trying to look at it for sure. But, man, I also want to talk a little bit about Dust. Uh, I did hit my exit target. I, However, am not trading to my plan like an absolute bozo because I still think it might go higher. (laughs) Curious to hear what people think about it. Uh, But I do want to cover some of this HGE stuff, man. I saw a few DMs leak today from a couple DAOs he's in where he mentioned some conversation on how he wants to take this project, it's his first project, and do things that other projects haven't. We did see the transparency conversation from him on where the funds and allocation are going to go. So for me, I'm trying to just make sense of what exactly that means. A Twitter launched today, too, called like 123xNFT or something like that. And it seems like there's still a lot of speculation on what exactly may be behind this. HG was one of the most outspoken individuals around 0% royalties, and we're seeing it directly with his own project, even putting his own funds behind it to sweep that floor the trading aspect of it's a nice little edge, too. I know you've been in and out countless, so I can't even imagine what that bag's looking like just off of ABC.
1: I mean, um, yeah, it, it's... I am I haven't even commented. It's looking nice, to be fair, Easy. Um, I mean, being... Trading it and then dipping in and out of it, Discord. I remember when you... When the first opened Discord, I was in there, and you sort of, like, popped in and was ch- in the chat, and he mentioned how much he admired CryptoPunks and, admi- and also said that you will... Uh, always own the nft that you're holding now i don't know if that's going to be some sort of like you know and he's on about passive income as well um i don't know what that's going to entail but it's going to come to you know it's it, obviously you've got to like give give that nft a sort of value that can like obviously derive returns and um, you know crypto punks in pretty much you know an entity on their own um so he's definitely thinking outside the box and i like that a lot um yeah, so i will just not snipe another one. <laughs> yeah, nah, I know you're gonna be sorry. trading it all day, bro. Yeah, That's the thing yeah. here. So no, um, it's, uh, and, and, and yeah, it's just like it, anything, anything. I Every mean, you're thinking outside the box, we find a lot like that you know. It's, um, bullish, bullish sentiment all around, in my opinion.
0: No, nah, and I mean, looking at the floor price today, it tested five, which is just insane, especially for a 1.23 cost. I can't get over the fact that the guy was manually listing them. I thought that was probably the funniest thing. Uh, it was his effort to beat bots and. It seemed like it still lagged the network because so many people were trying to just buy whatever they could at that 1.23 cost. Overall though, man, it's uh, it's been a shaky market. Volume's still doing pretty well. We're looking at a 73K sold day today for total volume. So even after yesterday where it dipped back into like the 50s, 60s, day before that similar, we're now getting another uptick. It does seem like there's a little bit more ETH money floating around at the moment. They're buying these, these duck punks, and I did pick up a few myself when I saw them floating around, people comparing them to crypto dick butts, and to me, that's just hilarious. But uh, if ETH Money is stepping in and getting their feet wet with Utes coming up here, I'm, I'm a fan of any project they want to dive into. I could care less at this point. If they want to give me some exit liquidity, I'm all for it. But uh, JS, what's going on?
2: Yeah, I just want to say two things. First of all, my voice is completely fucked, as I'm sure you can hear, but I don't care. This space is too fun. Um, And then... Number two, uh, youth's whitelists are selling for 95 soul. What the fuck?
0: So, is that the builder's box? Yes. Is that what the, the youth's whitelist thing is? And it ha- has that been confirmed that they're giving a whitelist spot for that? Oh,
2: I have one. It is 100% legit. I've been following that project since the beginning. Easy. It is, it is as yeah. legit, legit as they come. Founders are D God holders, been for a while. Um, good reputation. They followed through with everything that they've done. Um, team is here for the long term.
0: Dude, that's crazy. So selling, yeah, currently selling at a 99 sole floor. That's downright absurd. What are D Gods sitting at? 500 still? Let's take a quick look. 414. So now we're looking at about a 25%. A lot of people are calling for one fifth. It's close enough. Uh, I think this is really setting up the secondary market to just be an absolute home run for people who do get that mint. I still think it's uh, a little interesting. I heard Vandals speaking earlier. They have somebody in their community that has 30 whitelist spots based on how much dust they contributed. I'm jealous as all hell, personally, because that means I'd be able to sell ones. But uh, I only have one allocation. So it looks like I'll be happily bag-holding that due to uh, putting it on wax that I'm never selling. Can't go back on my word now. And uh, hopefully it doesn't bite me in the ass. I'm getting a mint a one-of-one. I know it. I have zero doubt about it. And I can't wait to get the most common one there is. JS, you got something else there?
2: Yeah, I was going to say, you know, um, in terms of allocation of the dust pool and stuff like that, I think this was definitely unique, but I don't think any other team could have pulled this off. Um, the amount of coordination that it would take and the amount of kind of dev side work it would take and the amount of support you need is crazy. And also with the one fifth thing, you know, dust is at 250, right? So then uh, 3.25 dust comes out to something like 20 soul. So you're just paying 99 for a whitelist. You know, th- we are really approaching high numbers here. I hope the market can support it. and We don't see an initial sell-off dump, but I really think ETH1 is going to come in and scoop a bunch.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, he's, I mean, you've got you've got the mint, the mint cost as well associated. So you know, you're taking it up to like 115, 120 at the moment on the, you know just basic, basically like on the floor basically. Um, you know, well just out above the floor if you're factoring the, the you know the rarity. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I did find it interesting in the morning show. You know, they am talking about day gods in the same the, the same hemisphere as most top ETH projects now. You know, and I'm talking about you know I think Benjamin was talking about um you know accumulating projects all by Ape. and um you know then putting in day gods in the same you know, as, as as ETH projects now. And I think we've you know Slana's is finally arrived. I think we I think the Slana network only gets stronger for me, in my opinion.
0: Oh, I'm right there with you. It's it's pretty damn clear that we're starting to see more of an involvement and interest from ETH in that side of things. Hearing Ben talk about having, if you have 100 ETH, what would you spend it on? And my immediate response was a handful of D-Gods. Uh, it's not bad that they've now broken the, I think they're top three at the current moment. Uh, with their existing floor price, which nothing to bat an eye at. It's badass that Frank has brought them from testing their original mint cost on secondary. All the clown emotes. And if you were here back when uh, D-Gods were getting completely destroyed in their own Discord. it's such a It's such a great comeback story. And one that now that we have all this interest coming in as well. It's got to be such a relief to Frank to kind of see this this pivot here. But just simply, Rob, what's going on? What's going on, Easy
3: Running man. Manny, how you guys doing, man? We're living. We're living. How are you? Everything good, my brother. I just uh, had a quick question since we were on the topic of Utes. Um, just from the outside looking in, I have a question. Um, I know that people have been making, taking some of the art that was been revealed and kind of making edits. And I, I think I was either in your space that was mentioned that one of the features of having Utes is that you can change the attributes. My question is... Um, when, actually, when the Utes actually release, like, what's not to say that someone else can't uh, just basically do the same thing, Photoshop different attributes on Utes, and then like, how would, that, how would we be able to distinguish what's a real Ute and what's not?
0: Yeah, so I actually think that's a great question. I think it's something where like NFT Inspect is going to give uh, some value to it because that's going to be tied to the actual underlying token. So if you do use that extension, you are able to see what they meant, what that attribute is, and because that metadata is going to be changing with the attributes, those Photoshopped ones, much like what Cody has up here, won't won't hit that inspect element shockingly enough. So I think that's a decent pivot in a way to consider what's real what's not. We still get derivatives of everything. I mean people still even copy other PFPs to leverage them. So we'll see what really what pans out with it. I'm sure there's going to be ways to distinguish what's real and what's not. Uh, overall though, I'm crazy bullish on the fact that there's going to be an entire secondary market on just attributes. And to me that's such a cool thing to consider here. We're going to start to see movement and volume on rarer traits from that perspective. We're going to get one of one artists stepping into the space, releasing their own like sub-community collections, determining that supply. There's just all kinds of different game theory that I'm wicked excited about from a trading perspective, where I should be able to continue to lower my cost basis on the U. Uh, even with dust pumping now, I'm almost entirely going to be able to mint for free. So I'm not mad at all about that. I'm excited just to see how they deliver this, though. What is, I hope this store is live day one. If it's not... No no, no bad blood about it, but the sooner that that goes live and the sooner that we can see this backpack technology take off, I think it's more bullish for the project itself. And honestly, we should see a bunch of copycat projects replicating this where you can actually update the art, uh, make metadata changes, and maybe we get this whole meta where it's accessories markets instead of uh, primary collections. we got a bunch of hands, though. I want to pass it over to Sweeper. Sweeper, what's going on?
4: Yeah, this uh, ABC has been very nice to me. Uh, I really think HGE has done a great job here. People have been so bearish on it, it's not even funny. They're going so far to call it a cash grab, which I I mean, I don't know what they, I said this again, maybe they forgot or misinformed. I think a lot of people think this is going to be like um, Goofy Gorilla or what is that, Functions Project or another, like another influencer project that's out there that's going to pump and then go down a significant amount. I think that this will just be a great trading vehicle. You can trade it up and down. Just be smart how you trade it because, you know, he says there's no team behind us, so you got to trust him on that. You know, there's all speculation on what he's going to do. Who really knows? I was in a eat space where they were talking about Utes, and it was so bullish. I was like, man, I really missed the boat on D-Gods, but hopefully not on Utes. I, I really want to know if they're going to stay or they're just going to flip it and forget because it's going to be like two to three ETH that they're going to be able to make. No, and
0: I think that's a great kind of call out there, Sweeper. It's uh, I think because, too, this thing is the approval, you're only getting one. It'd be a much different scenario if people were able to mint multiple because then it, it's way easier to sell when you know that you can kind of bag hold one and see where it goes. The tough part is when you're listening to those ETH spaces, myself included, we're hearing a lot of things about the fact that uh, – They are trying to figure out how to buy dust, first and foremost. They're also now finally like, oh yeah, we have to apply for this. Like, let's get on the boat. And to me, that's hilarious because we've had multiple weeks now where you could have applied and started to get into this. And the only benefit is they didn't dump all 3,500 approvals off the bat. I think that would have been a bigger catalyst to make determinations on if they hold or not. But I guess Sweeper, like your plan with you. So are you looking to pick up more on the secondary? Are you looking to just mint one? Like what's, what's your play here, especially hearing how bullish you are after some of these conversations.
4: So I did capitulate and file a, a youth list application. Um, after I said I wouldn't, because I thought I was like, you know, let the youngins eat when I realized, you know, I'm a youngin compared to these other guys. So I, I applied. If I get it, I'll be really happy. I'll probably, Buy more Utes because then you can like add, bring your cost basis down. But I I plan on coming with certain price targets and then buying and selling according to that. Just following the, my plan based on volume. Um, and I think it's going to be one of the best trading vehicles of the you know August September October November whenever it does launch. I think the real play here is looking at D gods and buying those D gods, having a fat bag of dust, dead them, get the Utes. And just there's so many strategies you can use. And, um, you know, you might need to pay me to get access to my brain to get those strategies or I can give, you know, maybe I need to make a discord for that. But I would say that it's going to be one of the best events uh, for us when it comes to trading. I think some a pro like Running Man is going to eat. He's going to not have to trade for maybe a few weeks after this mint because it's going to be a trader's paradise. Oh, absolutely. And if you have
0: the bankroll to get
4: in, I'm, I'm just excited to see what they come out of the
0: gate at. Like, uh, my original speculation was around 60, but seeing this whitelist going for 115, 120 after dust price to mint is absolutely wild to me. It's going to be tough to see it go any lower than potentially even triple digits, which is nuts. Like, last time we saw this was Trippin' Apes. They pumped all the way up to 70, 80. Uh, and I feel for the people who bought up there because those things are sub 10. I don't think I mean, Utes follow that volume, but uh, man, it's, uh, I'm wicked excited for the secondary, especially seeing all this money on the sidelines still exist with HG's project. It's clear that there's funds ready to be used and allocated. It's just a matter of where at this point. What you got, Running Man?
1: I mean, we did touch on it last week. The, the, there's another, there is another play post-Ute secondary, and that's in trading tools and in nodes and in minting bots because the, the, the trading activity at the moment has been that flat. That, I mean, you know, that, that basically the price of these have just crashed through the floor. I mean, I was looking at Node Monkey at 24 sold the other day. It's up to 34 at the moment. Um, but, I mean, it, it, you're going to see a big demand for Mint, Bots and Nodes come prior to this. Um, and, you know, that's going to be a play to get in now and, you know, sell Picoi pico when, when, when the day comes round.
0: I think no, I completely the, agree, bro. We've seen every sniping bot take a massive surge here uh, and I think a lot of people are prepping their tools and just getting ready for whenever this mid-date comes live. But Manny, do you have something there?
5: Yeah, I think the biggest thing that we're slipping on is post-dust is the most valuable thing that we're going to get is the persona data of those types of people on who dumps and when. And then you can just basically look at this tool as a hiring tool, as a software, as a service. So I'm thinking that they're going to like reappropriate that in the Dust Labs ecosystem because we're barely seeing like the tip of the iceberg. And I went like full tinfoil hat like down this rabbit hole of like, holy shit, this could be a hiring tool that they use, and then it's powered by Dust for like tech companies, and then you know like how good or bad these people are going to be based on sentiment. And then I was like, dude, if they this whitelist is opening up at 150, this is going to go like 200, and we predicted 200,000 on day one. That's only a thousand. People out of 15K dude, who are going to I hope sell? it doesn't
0: go to 200 just selfishly. Like, how am I going to bag hold this <laughs> at 200 soul? Like, yeah, the-
2: dude. Oh my God.
5: <laughs>
0: I'm like mentally hurting here just thinking about my own comments and now the fact I have to stick to them. Uh, I'm like devastated because this thing is going to rip and I'm, I'm going to have to leave. Like, I'm going to have to turn off my computer, disconnect my Wi Fi, and straight up leave so that I don't sell this thing. TH, what's going on? Excited to hear from you.
6: Hey, how's it going? Um, I I was under the impression that Degods was going to stay under 300 Solana. Um, and then it just kept going up, and I think I wanted to start buying it more and more. But I feel like they Like, Utes has been so hyped for so long, and I think our people are failing to understand that like a lot of people from Degods have been like looking to take profit at some point, and Utes is probably like the perfect way to do that. And so regardless of like the whitelists that are being given out, the majority of them are going to go to the god holders. And it's like, if you want some return on your investment to kind of justify not selling the main thing, then I think selling youth is going to be the best way to do that. And so I think we will probably see a dip. Initially, probably not, but I, I do think it'll dip pretty significantly from its high, just like kind of the same feeling that you're feeling, like we're still in a bear market, like nothing's changed. Like, yeah, sentiment has improved, but people like the whole thing is like in this market, take profit when you can. And I think, that's going to be the general kind of consensus for most people. So I really do like the way that they've kind of set up this whitelist uh, kind of um, application because I think the FOMO and the marketing for that has been quite ridiculous.
0: I've never seen so many people so upset that they're not ud yet. And uh, that to me is just absolutely wild because it's like you haven't had this level of hype. And the fact it's coming in this like Pico bear at the moment is such a good sign just for the ecosystem that things that people are excited about can still take off. Not a single person has complained that it's roughly a 20-soul mint. I have not heard any negatives about that. And for me, that's wild.
6: Well, it's, they, they said it was going to be this price from the beginning, right? Like, they didn't hide or increase it or anything like that. Like, it's been this amount for the last, I would say, like, three months since we heard about duppies. And so people are, like, kind of aware. And, like, the FUD was there initially. But I think now people are just, like, excited to kind of mint. And the price justifies it. Like, you can't complain if spots are going for 100 soul. And you're paying 20 soul, like it justifies the 20 soul in that way.
0: No, a hundred percent. And I like that you kind of called out too. The transparency on the fact they said what this mint cost was from day one makes it a lot more clear and there's so much less FUD about it because it hasn't changed. They haven't adjusted the price. It was just it's 375 dust. Whatever dust is at, that's what it is. And that alone has provided a great trading vehicle for myself, using some of Sweeper's words there. But I mean, I got in at one six on the on the dust, so even now. A lot of that, I bought a ton extra, is going to have my cost basis basically free. Uh, I'm still hopeful that it continues to run. We don't have a mint date in sight yet. So even like looking at other projects that have used their utility token to mint, things like Apes and Ape uh, ApeCoin for other side is a, is a good way to try to break down what could potentially happen with this. The other thing, though, is I think Frank has a bunch of things tucked up his sleeve for ways to keep the price of dust still moving and interested for people where it won't take a massive hit. I think we might see a D-Gods pullback, but D-Gods that aren't dead yet or even dead gods that haven't claimed a U could see a massive premium in price. So there's all kinds of different verticals here that I'm starting to look at. But TH, I guess, is there any other projects besides Utes that you think could see a pullback here that might be on your watch list? I know I had tweeted yesterday myself. I got a watch list I'm excited for. So I... First of all, like the volume for Magic
6: Eden has been amazing in the last few days. And I don't think it's the start like of a bull market, but I think it's really healthy that people, one, good indication people are still in the ecosystem. The fact that you're doing your spaces, still coming, people are coming up here, talking about it. I think it's still like what makes this ecosystem fun for even like when we were in the bull market. Um, As for projects that I'm taking a look at, like I think one is like DAA I think is like absolutely killed it with terms of like kind of maintaining their community like they have I don't know if you know but they have like these great auctions that have been going for like insane amounts I think the last one I think the auction's still running but the last one went for like 890 soul um, and these like apes are kind of or these whales in DAA are kind of continuing to like support and buy it and like the community there is great so I think that's like one big project that I would love to kind of pick up I have I've been eyeing a few ones, but I think some of them don't really match the vibe. Like people, like if you kind of see projects where people kind of like go above floor like a lot, it's a good indication that the project's kind of like has these really strong holders. Um, Second, there's like cats on crack. I think with um, the recent pullback with kind of Peblo coming out as like officially and people like not being able to speculate, I think that's a great project and it's been around for the ecosystem for a long time. Like, some of these blue chips, I think, are, are like, super great prices, and none of the kind of conviction or the team has changed. Like, they still have the funds, and they're still continuing to execute on the roadmap. Um, As for, like, newer projects, I don't, it's really tough to get into those, because these teams don't really, haven't really had time to prove themselves. And so, we've seen, like, ABC do some, like, crazy numbers just going out from, like, all the way up to, like, four and a half sold, back to two, and now I think they're at, like, five, five and a half. And, and so those are like a lot riskier plays. And I don't recommend anyone like new to NFTs to actually like FOMO into those because it's like an easy way to like lose 50 percent of your kind of initial investment versus if you buy like a cat like they went all the way down to like 18, 19. They're at 25 now, like Blocksmith Labs went down to like 35, 40. They're at like 55 right now. And so it's like those are much safer investments. And yeah, you don't see the kind of return that you do when you two, three X. But it's like the risk is just not there.
0: No, I mean, and I think you—I think you actually hit a couple of the ones on my watch list. I'm looking at Kets; I do hold one, but that pullback was serious. And uh, we did see Function scoop one make it as PFP. So Function, please save my bags,
1: please. I mean, if you compare Kets to Blocksmith, I mean, you know, one and builders, and you know, they turn up with product The other ones just basically at the moment a PFP project. I mean, if, we, if we're perfectly honest, I think if you look at—if I mean Blocksmith—I don't know how affected they will be by the use list, but if they. Do take a you know quite a strong pull back into the 40s again, um, low 40s. I mean, if you try and factor in pa- um, post-ute and Sol goes on sort of you know the old ecosystem goes on some sort of like run due to this due to this trigger, um, we get demand on whitelist, we get the demand on mints again, and um, Blocksmith's going to be the one that like you know increases in value off the back of that in my opinion.
0: Do we know when their art upgrades coming out? I know that that, uh, that is tabled. They've teased a little bit of it, but they yeah, I they haven't look heard fire much since. As well.
1: Yeah, it does look quite nice. I haven't, I haven't got a date, but um, it's looking nice um, for sure.
0: Yeah, so I'm eager for that. Once that rolls out, I think they may even be waiting for post-UTS to try to continue to drive traction once new liquidity enters the space. I did want to pass it over to Bricks. Bricks, first time speaking on the space. How you doing?
7: Hey, um, first off, thanks for uh, respecting the hand. I'm new to the whole Solana space, so this is pretty cool. Um. So, I got a wait list for Utes. I just kind of wanted to like tap in and see, like, you know, I'm familiar with like how ETH mints go. Um, is it kind of the same process with minting and like the, you know, post, like they got the reveal, all that stuff? And
0: no, it's a good question. So, most of the time on Soul, you get instant reveals. And I think we may see the same thing here with Utes. Uh, so, it's not as much of like a pre reveal, post reveal dip that you typically see on ETH. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's almost instant. I I don't think they're going to be doing any sort of like placeholder, which is... So what is...
7: What is that? How does that usually affect the market? Because I'm not familiar with that type of psych- trading psychology.
0: Yeah, so you'll get a lot of people who list right away without being aware that they may have a rare. And typically, that's where people snipe rares over floor and start to get a better allocation of some of the rare attributes. Uh, but it's a lot more speculation for sure. So it's also much faster. Uh, there's no gas, so it's more of how quickly can you click the button and how frequently can you click the button, especially if the network's in the gutter, which I think Utes may take down Soul when it hits secondary just because of all the hype. Yeah, that makes sense for sure. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. Hype to have you in the uh, the ecosystem. Hype to uh, have you kind of dive in with Utes being that first Soul mid for you.
7: Dude, definitely, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me up here. No, uh, absolutely.
0: Trippy, what's going on?
8: Yo, what's up, my guys? How are you? Been kind of slow this market i just want to say th that even if solana is zero i would, would still come to easy uh, space of course um and yeah man i completely missed abc because i'm an alphabet you know i can spell so i didn't bought any <laughs> but on the other side yeah i'm i'm very very happy and blessed to got my youth list Let's fucking go. I bought like 380 Dust for $1. So let's fucking go again. Um, And in my opinion, man, I think Utes could have a price relation with the gods Floor and Dust. Let's see. Uh, I'm thinking like 150 sold, 200 sold on the first week. And then maybe the hype can fade a bit, but the the buy pressure is like... Be- greater than TAT, um, so big things coming and nice weather coming also for Solana Beach. And Bricks. welcome to Solana, my man.
0: Nah, no, I hope to see more and more uh, apes kind of excited for this mint. Dude, it's crazy. Just seeing all the exposure that Solana is getting because of Ulist has me crazy bullish on Sol as an ecosystem uh, across the board. I'm excited to see what the next project is that's going to be using this similar type of meta and if it picks up traction or speed uh, from like a a hype mint. But it has to be the right project because if it's not, could shoot themselves in the foot. I'm bullish on the fact that Dust Labs have said that you can only use the application process if you pay for it in Dust. So they're already starting to continue to make that Dust utility token hold value. And I'm, I'm curious to see what more they start to roll out into it. But Glockness, what's going on? How's it
9: going? Um, I haven't really spoken to space in like a week. I've just been kind of listening to all the like Utes talk and how everybody's like kind of listening to it or like going about it. And I think a lot of people are overlooking one important factor and everybody wants to stop at Utes and they think that's the end of the road. Nobody talks about what goes on past Utes. So I think what they're going to end up doing here is basically creating a three legged like stool. You know, there's D gods, there's dust, and then there's uh, Utes that are going to be supporting the stool. If one of those legs falls, then the rest of the stool is gonna fall with it. And if Dust has no utility case after Utes, then the stool falls. So I think people are kind of being short sighted and not thinking that Tom probably has something or sorry, fuck. Frank probably has something up his sleeve. Um for right <laughs> yeah, that was a bad one. Um but yeah, so Frank probably has something up his sleeve for shortly after men, if I had to guess. Um, so I mean I just I don't know, like it just feels like people are missing the point here. Like, it feels like people are missing that it doesn't end with just use.
0: I think you're right on the money there. Uh, It seems like Frank has teased a bunch of stuff for, like, don't fade dust after the fact. And for me, that in itself is a good sign. Don't know what exactly it's going to entail. We'll see what shapes up for it. I'm excited for any announcements come mint day. I'm just excited to hear when mint day is. Like, I'm hoping it's in the next couple weeks here. I'm getting tired of waiting selfishly. I just want to buy the damn thing. Uh, and just see where the price action goes. I mean, it's it's tough, though, to be upset about the market when we're still sitting almost 75K sole. We're getting a ton of volume here with HGE's project. Seems like some other projects are also catching legs. Overall, the market's seeming alive, despite this bearish tendency. But, Cody, what's happening?
10: Yo, I was just going to say, the uh, besides Dust, the only play i have been making was, uh, you guys said something about the uh, upgraded art from... Blocksmith. I bought some Forge based on Alex or Kryptonin's two tweets talking about how you know the art upgrade is it we have more sinks for Forge than just the art upgrade. You might want to stack some Forge. Only the upgraded Forge are gonna have access to a shift, all that type of stuff. So one trade I have been making not only does like kinda of these secondary to these SPL tokens. Like I really like Forge right now from uh, Blocksmith.
0: I haven't taken too heavy of a look into Forge. I mean, so Cody, I guess I'm curious. With Forge, what's the value add for it right now? What can I use it for if I do own some?
10: Well, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be like almost like six to nine hundred Forge for the art upgrade, kind of like how Dust was a thousand to become a Dead God. So that's gonna be a huge sink right there. And I know that I don't know exactly, you know, everything behind Shift, but basically, whatever they're building with that, it sounds like Alex is pretty much planning that to be a really big sink for Forge. So I just think that they really haven't done much with creating these sinks until now and it looks like they're ready to have a lot of ways for you to spend it. So I think it's a good time to, not financial advice, it's kind of what I'm accumulating right
1: now. I mean, Forge is like heavily ops, you know based around ops as well. It was in the last Ike Minter and the last run um, you know, pretty much on volume. and When volume comes back Demand's going to come back to Forge, in my opinion. I mean, you know, Blocksmith, kings of the white. I mean, we say whitelist list is going to die, but, like, you know, we've got to, we've got to gate mints, basically, to protect the, protect the network or else we're just going to be done every day. And, you know, so in my opinion, what whitelist or some version of white list is going to continue. Well, you've um, got
0: to remember, two Running Man, yeah. there's still Forge-only mints on Bifrost. Right. We've exactly. only seen two yeah. so far, so that's something that I think a lot of people, myself included, have been sleeping on. Yep. If you do I mean, get an allocation for it, there's an opportunity to spend that forge in the dynamic pricing and still hit a hype mint and potentially a cheaper soul cost. So, right yep. now with it being kind of quiet, might not be a bad pickup in my this, opinion. NFA. This this, per,
1: this set of circumstances at the moment as blocksmith at like rock bottom on what they're capable of. And, you know, any, any 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 push forward or run on soul is a run on blocksmith basically. It's the way they've got it set up. By, you know, in my opinion.
0: No, hundred percent. I'm just excited to see what the next bifrost mint is. We did have Centuries launch on there. We saw some decent price action on that. Fruits was still the the king of the castle with the first Bifrost mint pumping all the way to nine. It's going to be interesting to see what else they pick up. They seem to be more of that uh, that slower mint and launchpad process where yeah. they've really picked their spots on who to kick off. So we'll I see mean, what the easy. next project
1: is. I don't get sleeping on Centuries either. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're, you know, them pretty, you know, them a pretty, pretty, they're a slow burner at the moment. But um, I think they'd pick up Centuries. Do I mean, I'll, I'll look at the team, I will look at the project, and then... Um, I'm just getting started, in my opinion.
0: No, it's an infrastructure play. So if you believe in the Solana ecosystem and infrastructure plays from node standpoints and things like that, benefiting the network, strengthening Solana as a blockchain, a lot of good value add there. I completely agree. So it'll be interesting to see the longevity of it. I think more projects are starting to do this node approach. I actually saw Utter Chaos has like 8,000 Solana staked or even like 80,000. It was a wild number. And that's such a good sign for me that ecosystems are putting funds back into it and I think that's going to be one of many. Liberty has theirs. That's picking up traction, especially from a validator staking standpoint. And overall, bro, it's such a bullish sign when projects want to see the betterment of the ecosystem. We got a bunch of people who've had their hands up for a while. I apologize, if we haven't gotten to you sooner. Tom, what's going on?
11: Oh, yeah, no problem, uh, I, you know, just talking about validators too, right there, really quick. Um, I, I have a couple investments in validators. I think you know, if you believe in this system, it's a, it's a great thing to you know support the whole ecosystem, but. Um, speaking of that, with, with Utes, like everything that I'm trading right now is kind of based off of that timeline that we don't know about right now. I mean, I have poured, you know, just to be transparent, thousands of dollars in when it was still duppies to get into smaller DAOs, to try to get allocation as many chances as I can to get a spot, um, filled out my scholarship, the whole thing, because I just think you can't miss out on something or you've got to try to go for it the best you can. Um, But the whole reason for doing it early, and I think you know any smaller bags that are listening to this, they're going to give you an opportunity on some of these other projects. It's not going to be easy to see, but there's probably going to be a massive liquidity dip whenever this is announced for you to get in on projects you may have your eye in on for a while here. And then I do also think post-ute mint there will also be a massive liquidity pull because people, I do think people are going to hold. You're going to have new ETH people. You're going to have not the whole selection or collection coming out. Um, and I think there's going to be some opportunities to get in on some stuff that you may have, you know, a couple of days or a week or something to get in on. So I just hope people take a different perspective. If you're saving up for and it prices you out. There are other opportunities that they're giving you through the way that they're doing this.
0: I like that call out. I think that there are a lot of projects. And if you actually look at the Dow pools, a lot of those haven't allocated their spots yet due to the fact that we haven't actually seen when the mint date is. So finding those alternative angles is probably more lucrative than, uh, trying to just bag hold or buy these for a hundred dollars or a hundred solo spot. There's a lot of options that you can kind of take into this, but I want to pass it over to Manny. I haven't heard from him today, Manny, what's
2: going on?
5: Yeah. One of the things is, is if we do the calculation, right, we get a UTE every 12 minutes and then you can back test it. We're looking at about 18 days from today is like when we'll be done with that. And then I add like a week of hype, right. For them to sift through the 3,500. So I'm thinking like 25 days. That was a, the context i had to add i
0: like the math there someone doing some uh, some analytics i know i'm definitely not doing that i would wish it would just take off tomorrow we don't always get what we want though running man what's happening i want to pass it down to cp
1: yeah i mean if you look you know everybody's like you know i think sonny mentioned the price of dust and what we expect to happen post i mean you've got to think that this dust is going to be vaulted so supply in terms of supply you know it's going to be you know sort of low supply out there and if they drive utility into dust um you know in the form of an attribute marketplace um you've got to think that there's artists and you know people already out there already planning for this already drawing stuff up or already like you know creating stuff ready to go on this market and creating brands out there so um yeah it's it's going to carry this is going to like excel past mint um no question about that um you know well, I know
0: that Solana doesn't read, did that video on the Y paper. In there, it does also mention that about six months after the store opens, they will be cutting it off for public uh, artists to submit traits. So that means that they may be tailoring it more to other projects, specific artists, even external brands to try to bring some stuff in. I made a few things and comments on where I think it could be. Overall, though, that's like a, a pretty decent potential to see how well the marketplace picks up speed. They could extend that. They could shorten it. Who knows? I think there's just a lot of uncertainty at the moment. And I think the speculation is a good thing because it's letting the D-Gods ecosystem hear the speculation from the market and potentially make action on that. I want to pass it down to CP. CP, what's going on?
10: Hey, what's up, man? Kind of glad the conversation uh, went in this direction because that's what I was going to ask about. <clears throat> I think the effect on the one-on-one art- heart market is going to be insane. I think we're going to see... Like One of the things I've been doing is like trying to snipe one of ones from like upcoming artists, because I think we're going to see some of these artists um, that are new to the ecosystem that are coming over from like Tezos and ETH and that sort of thing um, are going to drop some traits that are going to blow people's minds and it's going to make, you know, their original artworks explode in value. Uh, What do you think about that? I I love the
0: idea, dude. And like we're starting to already see an overlap. I know we got Vinny clapping in the audience, and i love to see it because there's just so much interest from other artists and one-of-one artists in general who are eager for this. And I think that opens up an opportunity for artists across all chains to release cool traits, cool things, and actually gain benefit. But that also allows them to get excited for the Solana ecosystem because now they're going to have a hand in it. They get a perpetual royalty from it, and it keeps them kind of ingrained and sold because they want to make sure that sub-community and sub-DAO actually has some longer-term value. We saw a big uptick with John Lay launching a a sneak mint and like a midnight launch a few days ago. And I think that's just getting started. I think we're going to continue to see the exchange art thrive. I think we're going to continue to see one-of-one artists gaining this traction and hearing Frank partner with exchange art makes me just crazy, crazy bullish on the fact that individuals have this opportunity to gain exposure into arguably the most hyped mint on any blockchain in the last six months to a year. Uh, since the since souls really kind of taken off and gained traction, I've never seen this level of uh, excitement. And there's just so many different avenues for people to gain value on. So I'm excited to see what plays out. It's just a matter of when it gets delivered. Running man, what you got?
1: I mean, yeah, quick. I think I touched on this a couple of weeks ago in spices. I mean, when I used tried one-on-one art and photography on Ethereum, best places to find the alpha. I mean, art. You know, the spices geared around those subjects because even if the artists and the photographers aren't actually doing it themselves. They're now the artists and photographers that I currently am. And um, you, you're definitely right. Trying to identify the artists that are going to be taking part in them you youth attributes because their collections could be on the low and definitely, you know, due a rise if you rise know, if they're successful. I love that
0: call out because it's one of the same things we saw when the first edition launched. We saw all previous John Lay pieces
1: gain a lot of traction,
0: especially the collab pieces. Things like supply chain and John Lay's piece are now almost, I think they're even over 20 which is crazy. So there's all these kind of like sub-trades that could pick up traction. And there's a different angle and approach to take that I think a lot of people are not really considering, to be honest. So looking at that opportunity could provide more opportunities for trades. And we could just see volume cycle as people try to back these artists with potential exposure to those sub DAVs. Griff, what's going on?
9: What's so easy. Yeah, I uh, wanted to talk a little bit actually about kind of Izu in magic eden i I think there's a number of issues uh you know um just looking today and after the mint i mean izu was an eth you know it's an eth project and they literally launched on magic eden just for solana liquidity like i mean it's clear they didn't have liquidity in, in ethereum and um i mean it's their like ninth cash grab um You know, I think it was really good how Magic Eating, you know, kind of came back from D general town. And, um, you know, but I just think having their launch pad in marketplace, I don't know if they're going to be able to, um, you know, keep people happy and and the community as well and be responsible um, moving forward. Um, I don't know. Kind of my
1: thoughts.
0: Yeah. So I listened to the Izu space today and hearing Voltura talk about things where they acknowledge some. I don't know if it was mistakes or things that they felt they could have improved on. It was good to hear the transparency on it. It's tough that they paused the mint. Never never a a great sign for a project when they have to almost cut their own funding 50%. I'm excited to see, though, what they kind of pivot to here and where this goes from here. Um, I do hold one at the moment. Not sure how much longer I'm going to hold it for. We'll see. But uh, overall right now, I'm eager to see kind of how they pivot and what they deliver on. It, I guess only time will tell, and that's really the market we're in right now. I wanted to pass it over to JS, and then I want to hit sweeper.
2: Yeah, it's been a while since I got to speak last, so I'm just going to cover a few things here. One, um, with D God's pricing, I do expect to dip just because, you know, right now D Gods are priced with having a Ute. And as people mint their Utes, then, you know, that kind of gets separated from the price, and they do have to be very clear about which D Gods have minted their Ute versus which haven't. That's one. Dust, number two. Um, Frank tweeted uh, a few days ago. I couldn't find the tweet. I was looking for it, but I know he tweeted it because I read it. Um, that there's no way that he would, you know, roll out further utility for Dust after spent. That'd be way too coincidental and way too uh, like on brand for him. So uh, he's definitely gonna come up with something. Maybe it comes with a delay. And then three with Izu. I've been saying in a while for a while that Magic Eden is in way too much of a predatory stance with what they can kind of ship with how shit other marketplaces are. And, you know, I wish we had another marketplace that could compete with them Um, just because like, you know, if they give a shit on a stick, a lot of people who don't have experience in the space, even though it's a bear market, will gravitate towards it. I think Izu was an exception because the mint was freaking nine soul. So they're like, okay, you know, maybe I don't I can't afford it. But if it was like a one to two soul mint, I think that sells out very, very fast. So uh, I just wish we had some competition in Magic Eden so that they can't just ship out complete bullshit all the time.
0: Yeah. And I mean, dude, don't get me wrong. I was probably the biggest uh, outspoken advocate against Magic Eden for a long period of time. And I, I guess I'm turning in a new leaf because I'm open to them just taking these shots and trying to get more exposure. I think about the ETH blockchain and it's like when you just compare the wallets alone, like what has OpenSea and MetaMask actually iterated on? Whereas Phantom and Magic Eden are so engaged with the community that they're they're open and aware to things and making changes and adjustments, especially when negativity hits. So I think that they're very conscious of how this mint went. Some of the tough parts about it and things that I heard in the space earlier specific to Izu were that they waited too long on the mint price, which we've now been able to see polar opposites. Izu announced that .2 mint. They caught some flack for it. People felt it was overpriced. Utes is going to be a 27-sole mint at current price, and nobody is upset even remotely because 375 dust has been the price for the last 60 days. Uh, so I just think it's a transparency aspect of it. Kind of sharing information sooner than later is big and just getting people comfortable with that. I think that there's things that they're going to continue to iterate on and develop on. But overall, man, I'm bullish on an ETH marketplace on a predominantly sole ecosystem. And when we had Crossman on yesterday, hearing that we'll be able to use any underlying token to actually buy assets has me even more bullish. So they're they're making strides, making pivots. Sure, they could have a monopoly to some people, but if they're going to keep listening to the community and making changes based on it, I'm a fan of it. I know, JS, you got something else there. What's up?
2: Yeah, just really quickly, I also had Crossman Thon on a Spaces earlier today. They just announced that all Magic Eden NFTs are purchasable with Ethereum. So I thought I'd drop that here.
0: That's huge. So point proven. They're iterating. I can't go into OpenSea and dump my soul into whichever poor ETH project I'm trying to make a profit on. The other way around, though, I can now use this ETH to buy some soul stuff, and I don't have to bridge it anymore and deal with that headache. I'm I'm bullish on it, man. They're making changes. I'm sold. I'm not mad about it. I'm just eager to see how they keep iterating and pivoting. Sweeper, what's going on?
4: Yeah, so we had um, discussions about what we want to buy on the dip. Uh, I'll get to that in a second. Magic Eden promoted a project, like they had a weird tweet about a Banksy project coming to market, and at the same time, you had like this project that was looking similar just launching and launch my NFT. It minted out that tweet came and then that project prompt like went to like two or three. And then it magic even deletes their tweet because it's not like a Banksy Banksy's not coming to Solana NFTs. They're doing something where they will air, give you a Banksy piece of art if you own the NFT, but that was a completely different project. It's very strange. I don't know what they're doing over there. Some, they, they, it's so inconsistent. Like sometimes they do so good. Sometimes they do just the dumbest stuff. I think they need to get a hold of their tweets and like figure that shit out when they're doing market-moving tweets. The other thing I want to talk about is Running Man basically just shilled what he likes. So I feel like it's my turn to show what I like. Let's
0: hear it, sweepers. <laughs> Shill the hell out of it. Don't fight that... Kais.
4: <laughs> Don't <No>, fight <find> <laughs> I think that you guys always talk about builders, and the number one builder that I know on Solana that's not, you know, that has an NFT project currently is 100% a 100% Anon Club. And they get very little respect, I think, because they have a small project, 888. At some point, they're going to do their airdrop. I have no idea when. I keep spamming win, win, win to Nico to You're ask of those if he's going to do it. But um, it's going to be interesting. They have that airdrop coming, and they potentially have another airdrop coming. I will buy a non-club on any Utes dip. I've been buying it in the 20s. It's a little painful because I wish I bought it a little lower. So if Utes comes and drops that to like 15, 10 to 15, I'm going to gobble up as much as I can. It's a, I think it's one of the most slept on projects out there. Uh, I think You have like permissionless that's rocking the PFP. If I didn't have like the bear PFP, I'd probably rock that. I may get a banner with some of my anons in the background, but – for sure, one of the top projects and top um, builders on Solana, at some point people will recognize them. I know you know about Nico. So. Oh,
0: I love 888s. I had a, they were in my video that I did back in December when D Gods were eight. Uh, Solana Money Boys were in it back before they pumped the thirty, and then uh, all the tragedy struck them. But dude, Nico continues to impress me with just everything that they're trying to develop on this kind of like permissionless, hidden type of stuff, all kinds of things on the blockchain. And it's. I just think it's a cool idea. It's net new. I love the comparisons he makes, like playing poker on chain where you can't actually see the other player's cards. And the guy's just like a a gigabrain. And it's whenever I talk to him, I always learn something new. I'm hyped for a larger mint because that's just going to get more exposure to him and what he's building. So for me, I'm hyped for the second 888 collection. Uh, I had like 15 of them at one point. I absolutely wailed in and flipped them for a nice little profit i do still hold one just because i i will never fade nico he's in that bucket for me of people that i, I don't want to bet against because dude builders continue to deliver stuff and all it takes is a good marketer to just get it in your face for that florida just gain some crazy traction so i love that you called that out
4: yeah i think builders build and he's one of the top guys and you know they may have something up their sleeves coming up a little later so i would definitely uh put some respect on the name on the project and they have their utility coin. Don't buy that. I'm trying to buy as much as I can. Please don't front run me. Thank you. No, I know we already
0: got a nice little pump on Ford. Shout out Cody on that. We love it. We'd love to see it. Tom, what's going on? And then we'll pass up to TH.
11: Yeah, I think uh, th- it was good that Sweeper said that because that's kind of where I was going. I-, I tweeted this out today. I am so beyond annoyed and sick of hearing the word builder. Uh, it has just gotten out of hand completely. I want to vote to change it to executioner because it's literally – P.A. and Izu is a prime example. They had great marketing. They built a bunch of stuff for P.A. that no one cares about. And I am a whitelist minter. I haven't listed. I've held, and I'm probably the only P.A. holder fudding my own bags right now. But it's just the truth. That's just how it is. You need to have execution. You can build whatever you want, but if no one wants it, no one cares you have to build it and release it smoothly just like Utes and Frank are doing right now after they've learned that from the beginning failures of D gods. So I, I don't want to hear anything more about builders. Honestly, I want to hear about people who can physically execute and implement their plans to bring value. Anyone can build anything. But like I said, with Izu, I mean, I, I was never a big fan of it. I get a free one. So great, but I did not mint because I have been bearish on it since day one. It seemed like kind of a thrown together idea from, um, someone in the community that they didn't ever name that they bought the idea from, which made me bearish in the first place where we're sitting in PA under one ETH. Um, so definitely probably the only realist in uh, the PA ecosystem right now about how it's going, but let's, let's try to get away from builders and follow people who actually implement something.
0: Yeah. It's more of that delivery thing that we've been kind of highlighting here throughout. It's uh, once they deliver something, you become much more bullish on it. And, uh, the builders, Use the time for building, and it's more that value add on delivery. Running man, I know not, you got something.
1: Um, I'd throw Jelly Rascals in on the same as I T I T and on the Jelly Esports. Um, I think again, you know, the, the the these um you know going places in the ecosystem going forward. I think they just need to get some traction on it. Um, and I think um, that the I mean, Jelly Rascals
0: sitting at like a twenty soul floor, 20 I'm just not yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Similar to IT and all. Um, but um, yeah, I think it's you know, similar sort of project in terms of like. You know, them building, then it's a crack team, they just need the exposure to go on a run, basically.
0: No, 100%. Now I want to pass it down to uh, Illuminato. Illuminato, what's happening?
12: Fala comigo, easy. Tô direto da favela aqui do Brasil, mano.
0: Yeah, I wish I, uh, I wish I could speak Portuguese, but I cannot.
12: <laughs> Bro, I just came up to say, what the fuck is up? You know? y'all bringing the bullish back you know it's tbt today so um it's only right we bring that back the the bullish vibes you know
0: oh 100 percent, bro you're always welcome up here i love your takes on stuff shout out to dead god i know you're hype for Utes. I'm I'm hyped hyped i got
12: six whitelists off the bat bro hey yo yo i'm, I'm seriously seriously considering selling one you know what these numbers 150 maybe
0: I mean that's that'll fund the other five a couple times over. So uh, I don't think that's the worst trade. NFA. Uh, I only have one. I'm excited to bag hold my one. If anybody's listening, I will never sell it. It's on wax. I hate myself. That's the situation I'm in. Th, what's happening? Yo, uh, one.
6: Yeah, no, it's been a while, but I, I just wanted to comment. Like, if you if you guys haven't checked out the one of one art scene, like I know you all were chatting about it before, and I think. Uh, people like some of like the most talented artists are like producing art on Solana. And so if you want to go to like form function or exchange art and just like look at the art and it's like one to two soul. And some of these pieces, even the addition drops, like they're made by really good artists. And some of these people, they do it for a hobby and they want to kind of get out of like, like they're in third world countries or just parts of the world that they can't like make money off their hobbies. And it's like you, you're giving someone a chance to pursue a hobby full time. And I think that's just enough of like a motivation to kind of go out and like find pieces you connect with and if you buy their piece they're like super nice they'll dm you on twitter tell you about their story and stuff like i just think it's like a really really solid like wholesome interaction um and so i i'm just gonna show like just go out and go buy some one of one artists or just check it out and kind of interact with them because it's like some of the nicest and most talented people like anywhere in the world
0: um go ahead i do love that you brought up the fact that they dm you uh so shout out beings by nate He's a uh, one of one artist. I got to shill it a little bit because as soon as I bought my two, I received multiple DMs and thanks, got on a call with the guy, and I've never heard somebody so excited to have another person support them. And it just felt so surreal. Like these artists are, they're humans. They're people that are just continuing creating cool stuff that looks good, and they genuinely appreciate you backing and supporting them. So just, I think it's an awesome thing that TH can call out form function, exchange art. Honestly, any ecosystem in general for one-of-one one artists, they genuinely value you so much more, it feels like, than some of these uh, 10K PFP collections when you join their small, tight-knit communities. And TH, I didn't know if you had something else there to add. I apologize.
6: Yeah, I was, I was just going to say two more things. Like, one, Solana ecosystem. Like, I know you, you kind of trade on ETH a bit. I do a little bit as well. I've, I've always lost money, but that's beside the point. It's the kind of innovation and, like, the focus of, like, onboarding and kind of getting people to try out the ecosystem that no other chain's doing and it's like it's the reason that I'm like investing NFA obviously all my kind of funds and kind of time into Solana because I think this has like the largest chance to like succeed as a blockchain just because it's sticky like people come like people try out Solana I know one person here was like trying out ETH for the first time I guarantee you once that guy mints his youth and kind of interacts with the ecosystem he's going to be like shit Solana ecosystem uh, Solana NFTs are the, is the shit and so it's like I don't know I, I, I'm just like super excited about Solana in general and like the statistics kind of point to that way and then one more thing is like 888 I'm also like super bullish on I've been a part of the community for like six months and they just come out with cool shit and it's like long term like you don't know when one of these things are going to pick up like they're coming out with like a lot of cool applications and so it like yeah
0: I was just bullish on that no it's a good thing I'm glad Sweeper actually showed some quality for once I'm hyped for it you know like that's such a good thing to hear I want to pass it over to Frisk. Frisk, I haven't heard from you today. Thanks for joining us.
3: Hey, easy. Sorry, I was a bit late today. Um, so, for shilling bags, I'm very excited to talk about the things that I'm looking for uh, upon any sort of dip or any sort of like interest for what I want to pick up. The number one thing on my list is a blocksmith, 100. I, I, I've been, I've been feeling the FOMO, and Cody, I can't believe you just pumped Forge. I hate you for that because I was, I, I was just telling Liberty the other day. I'm like, Forge is. I think Forge is up next. I saw some metric about the art upgrade and there literally isn't enough like to drive demand. And I am, I'm, i I really, really am feeding FOMO on the blocks, but for sure. Um, like that's, that's one project I want to be a part of. My only concern was going into a bear market. I don't know how well they would do Um, just, but I also think that like, fuck it, you know, it's they're, they're, they're clear, they're clear builders. Like how, how far can you, how much can you fade them before you realize, Nope, I just need that. And uh, you guys talking about a non-club is also making me feel that way right now, too. Like, Linksy was showing me these back at, like, five soul, four soul. He had a bag of them at the time. I don't know if he has any more right now, but um, I definitely want to grab one. Definitely would love to grab one of these at some point. I think they're really cool. Um, depending on your views on Metaverse and whether you think... I think Metaverse is going to be huge. just It's just a matter of when or a matter of, like, how. I, you got, You can't fade portals. I think portals can do well eventually. I just think the demand for metaverse isn't there right now, but I think that it's one of the best bets you can make. And one-of-one one art and generative art also is something I'm incredibly bullish on. I'm an art maxi above anything else Like in this space. I think creativity and culture is the thing that drives us. I think it's the thing that tells stories. I think it's the, thing, it's, I think it's the reason that pulls people into like the intrigue of NFTs. It's the first thing we notice when we go to look at any sort of collection. And so 1 of 100 is the biggest thing that I'm going to be looking into, but I actually would love to get some opinions. One collection I'm a really big fan of on the ETH side of things is actually art blocks. I know that's a controversial opinion. What would you guys consider the art blocks of Solana?
0: It's tough because we do have Playgrounds in Epoch that launched a while ago, but the issue is it never really gained traction. And uh, I remember Epoch was actually a nice little flip. They did an, uh, a mint that flew... The Nifty was on it pretty heavy. There was a bunch of first-time ETH buyers flipping that. That were very excited about it. But overall, it, it's tough to say like what is the generative art collection for something like that because they also do like sponsored artists and do a variety of things like that. So that's where I'm kind of like do you trying to
1: figure out. That, that we haven't got the art blocks to La Salons yet, but we could have. I agree. We, I don't
0: we think could we have, have.
1: We could have a lot of an art, one of one art Renaissance pop up off, off the back of Ute's marketplace. And that could really, you know, inject the art renaissance on one-on-one nice on Solana, in my opinion.
0: No, and I think we're still waiting for that kind of like first generative art piece that does this sort of pocket for other artists and really gets some newer artists into the space. We've seen a ton of people piggyback off of art blocks and then launch their own careers from it. I'm eager to see where it goes. I love the hype we're starting to get behind one-of-one one artists and just the interest across Solana as a whole. Last night the nifty was aping the absolute hell out of some open edition. And they, they typically do every like 48 hours. They find one that looks like a good flip. And it's always hilarious to see them talk about uh spamming the click button using auto clickers and everything else in between. So, I mean, the demand's there. Sure, it's a trade. But there's a lot of people who just genuinely like it too. I've started to see a lot more of the GM pieces from John as PFPs. And that alone is just a, a cool thing to see. Like that's interest in itself. We're getting a lot more traction there as a whole. And overall, I'm just eager to see where it goes longer term. I don't think it's fully hit its stride yet. But Glockness, what's happening?
9: Um, Yeah, I wanted to rotate back to the Izu conversation or its real name, Easy Cash Grab. Um, I don't know how people didn't see that one from a mile away. It's like their eighth collection. Um, And I really don't think Magic Eden's actually changing anything of value for us. They'll make like superficial changes to like pretend they're listening to us, but they're not actually. Like they haven't improved the quality of projects they're launching. And if it affects their bottom line, they're not going to do it because at the end of the day, they're a business and they're going to put the money first. So like we can sit here and act like they're actually listening to us but they're literally just an open sea that makes like superficial changes so we'll sit here and promote them on like spaces
0: sure but it's also tough to fade the only marketplace that has 99% of the volume you know so oh fair um, point
9: 100% fair i can't fade it either
0: but like they're a business they're not going to yeah. they're not going to run away for money no i mean you can't blame them either you know it's also hyper growth mode right now and coming from the startup world you do see a lot of iterations and changes until they kind of get that structure right and i know i'm up here sounding like a magic Eden maxi Maybe what it is at this point, like I said, I used to have the uh, all capital tweets fighting the hell out of them on anything negative. My last ones are probably Gen town when that went down. And honestly, I am i wasn't mad about their posts about their uh, adjustments and pivots there. So I'm gonna keep giving them the benefit of the doubt until they prove me wrong. I do like that they keep trying to engage in the ecosystem and host their own spaces, get interaction, and try to appear like they listen. We don't see any of that from OpenSea. So at the same time, it's like you can have the bullish case to each bearish case, I am glad people are hypercritical of them because that's the only way that change and progress can be made at the moment. I wanted to pass it over to General Tornado. Tornado, what's happening?
12: Hey, uh, we're fucking riding. But listen, I just wanted to clear something up because a lot of people in the Solana ecosystem, and I fucking love you guys, but I'm not like butting anybody, say that like Voltura's cash grabbed nine times. And and so I can attest to what Tom said. Like I I rode PA for a while. and minted it. They've really only done two cash grabs. I guess the first one and then now this one. And, um, one thing I'm going to say is I sold all my PA, so I'm definitely not backing him. If so I got the fuck out of there. But uh, we'll see what happens because, like Tom said, they totally fucked this off. It was basically like he executed perfectly on the first one. And then he was like, yeah, fuck this. And, like, totally his excuse was I didn't have time. And so it was just, like, kind of wild how that happened. And, Tom, I emphasize for you, brother, because you should have sold. I should have sold at 10E. We should have all sold because we got absolutely fucked. But I just wanted to clear up that a little mistake of the nine cash grabs because there really was only two and this one was like half a cash grab so i fucking love you guys and i don't trade solana but i fucking love all you
0: well you should start trading soul i like that you call out it was only half a cash grab maybe because they only sold out half the supply but we'll see what
1: happens longer term. it's, cra- it's crazy easy because tornado talks like a solana trader but he's not oh yeah <laughs> dude i'm scared
12: i'm so scared man like i'm not gonna lie to you guys dude like I just don't have the time, I think, and so it's intimidating, but I probably will, and I'll never go back.
0: No, once you buy one, you're going to be hooked. I have no doubt about it. Uh, it is time-consuming. There's, uh, It does move a lot faster, and that's usually what I share with people who want to step into the space, is it's take it slower at the start. Try to find conviction plays that you feel comfortable sitting on because if you're trying to scalp trade and get in and out of projects quick, I think you will get burnt the first couple times and it's all part of uh, paying your Solana dues is what I typically credit it to. But Shark, what's happening?
7: What's up, Easy? I just wanted to touch on the Easy thing and then I'll also sh- uh, show some one-on-one alpha I have. But uh, Izu, I think Voltura was really kind of off guard in that space when he was talking about the uh, VC or the whale wallet where he was kind of, this is his words, not mine, making the assumption or allegation a little bit that a VC that may have shown the deal is buying uh, buying a significant amount of the supply early on and it's not him or anything related to it. Uh, and the, the kind of connection there is that they're all using this Australian OTC desk. That's kind of a, a large uh, market mover, I guess. Um, I'm looking into it on chain. I don't want to talk about anything yet till it's finished, but it is interesting too that Magic Eden was founded by uh, four Australians. So i uh, just throw it out there, and then the alpha I have is um, uh, Adam Ape, who's like a, he's the guy b- behind Voxel Monkeys. They just sold their last one for eight hundred sixty something Solana. Eight sixty-four,
0: uh, absolute
7: yeah. banger for the last voxel. All right, but here's the real banger, easy. Uh, so Adam is working on a new collection called uh, Iron something. One on one, Adam. Iron Aided. paw paw, yeah and you you could get a whitelist for that collection by owning the voxel monkey supply chain drop which is like 13 Sol on a floor right now which you know is not the cheapest one for a whitelist token essentially but you know just given the hype and the performance and the time with Utes I think it's a pretty good bet to make that uh, you know your mint price plus the 13 sole of floor it's uh, it could be a profitable decision. Uh, especially just check out the art I he's mean, spending a lot of time on it and obviously is a super dedicated fan base uh for voxel so yeah and also uh the one last thing at six like 10 minutes ago sleeper just had a uh addition mint like the action's electric there was only 10 pieces 10 solana each sold out in uh, literally a second the floor is at uh, 49 now so like there's action uh on exchange art for sure if you, if you know where to look
0: no 1000 percent. and like i was saying the Nifty's become uh, a huge fan of exchange art they ape anything that they think that they can make a flip on so it's always funny to see them talk about how nice the art is and uh, they usually get more bullish when the price is going up on secondary like the rest of us so we'll see what happens with it all want to pass down to tom then illuminato then we will go up to manny and th tom what's happening
11: yeah i just did want to confirm one thing i am up three eth on pa I am not as good as Running Man and Easy, um, but with those claims, like he said, I mean, I'm up because I sold them when they were 1.2 a piece and then bought back in when they were like 0.2. So I'm good. I appreciate it, Tornado. Thank you for that. Um, But yeah, I think... You know, this is a big learning experience for Crossmint in general, too. The whole situation is going to be, I I think it is the future. I don't think there was any way, shape, or form we were going to do this correct the first time, especially with Solana and Me. Me has been getting better, but we still, um, nothing ever seems to go the way it's planned, which is why I stayed away. Um, but I do think it is the, the future. I hope it doesn't uh, make Solana look bad. I, I did see some not so great things back and forth in the discords yesterday between ETH Maxis and Sol Maxis. Uh, so I hope that this we can evolve past that because I do really think ETH is going to be a, a positive step in that direction too. So hopefully this gets forgotten quicker uh, than, than it was.
0: I think it will, genuinely. The market moves fast. Solana moves faster. So I think people tend to kind of gloss over this in no time. I'm sure there's going to be another hype mint here in the short future with that uh, a lot of people just kind of shift their focus to. Illuminato, what's happening? What's up? I just
12: want to say that uh, these spaces are the reason that, like, Solana hasn't been
0: dead lately, you know, literally. Uh, all these scammers are getting fucked because they're trying to scam us, but we're scamming them. So, uh, yeah, it's awesome, dude. I remember
12: the, the days back in December when Easy was in that, that dark attic, you know, losing money on Sol- on ETH. And then he finally came to Solana, and it's come a long way. I'm happy to see it, man.
0: Hey, 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 hey. I did pull up my first sole purchase. We're approaching the one-year anniversary of that here shortly. That's coming Let's up very soon. Very soon. I was way more cross-chain back then, did the 1 ETH challenge, pissed away a ton of money. think I spent 3 ETH on gas, which is crazy when you start with 1 ETH. Not sure how I did that, but uh, I think that's the most impressive part about trading ETH. I want to I pass it up to Manny. You. Go ahead. Sorry. 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 I started following you when, when you were doing that challenge, man, and I was just amazed at how much money you lost. Yeah. I was literally lighting it on fire. I think that was back when ETH was like 3K, so that was like a nice 9K in uh, transaction fees, which sounds criminal now that I think back of that. I'm uh, excited to talk to an accountant on ways that I can write that off in the
1: future. Yeah. Easy. easy um, give up Solana for two weeks for that challenge. And, uh, with <laughs> We was calling him Easy Eats for about um, fourteen days. So Dude, um, I got cooked by the Discord. <laughs> Everyone,
0: like, I was just gone trying to win the damn thing. I still came in like second or third. It is what it is.
1: Going on to, I mean, going on to these spices. I mean, you know, they are a rising meta, but I think, I think, um, people in the ecosystem, unless they're actually. You know, them in a, a ton of different communities. You know, them restricted to what they are in Discords and the, and like what's basically coming back from you know the, the, the ground floor and those Discords. I think when with these spaces, I'm probably aimed to like or for us to take a broad view on the on the actual ecosystem and pick out everything good in it, and then bring it back to, to you know to basically show people that like you know and you know th- th- this is what's out there if you know if you, if you if you just look around. if you know what I mean?
0: No, 100%. And I'm just more excited to see the ecosystem continue to expand. We are still seeing upticks in new wallets, new traders, everything else. And I think part of that's on the back of Utes. But I'm hoping that these ETH people find out that uh, they're enjoying it a lot more. I love the comments from people on Twitter that say soul spaces are more fun. Couldn't agree anymore. I'm having a blast. Hope everyone else is too. But, Manny, what's happening? Then let's hit TH and have Frisk wrap it up.
5: Yeah, the biggest thing is, is um, A2K did a talk with Goku on uh, rug radio at nft nyc and he goes on like the genesis of how like one of one art started and he name drops a lot of people in there who are still pretty slept on so rug radio a2k and goku that's like one of the most slept on talks right now that has a ton of 101 alpha
0: not a good little alpha drop there i'm not too sure uh on a ton of one One artists i need to expand my horizons there's a ton of dope ones that i even i've been sleeping on but th what's happening Hey, uh, I just DM'd you a, a
6: thread I wrote a few days or a week back maybe when like Volume was like at 35K on Magic Eden about like the Solana like on-chain wallet analysis and like why the the chain's very much alive compared to like a lot of other chains. Like Binance, they, like Binance lost like 50% of like on-chain activity and then Solana went up like 50%. I don't, I don't know the exact numbers, but it was crazy. Like the price of Solana dropped 80% and like people are still here chilling, trading nfts and having a good times so i think that's like a pretty uh bullish sign on the on the ecosystem
1: oh i mean yeah, just, just to hit that back quickly before I frisk and um, i mean i remember when you know that that crash did happen and then um, i turned up in discord on the morning and i had like, a bunch of kids asking me what we what we're making for the day and i just thought you know well, <laughs> so, like, we're gonna make it over here and um, definitely because it doesn't matter if that shit gets to like zero you know pretty much off zero we'll we'll ape it back back up if we've got it so. Oh man, and
0: looking at TH's thread, volume was 35k, so we're quite literally a 2x off of that thread low. It's a great thing to see, especially when people are so bearish from like a macro scale. It just shows that there's so much interest still in this ecosystem. We're still growing at hyper speed, and I'm excited to see even next year where we are. These spaces will still be cooking. I can't wait to hear the conversations that come out of them. Hopefully, I'm still holding that i uh, I've made that commitment, so uh, we'll see in 365 days. I'm so scared. Frisk, what's going on?
3: So the one of one offer is something I definitely need to dive into a bit more as well. turning 10 soul into 50 soul in a few minutes is insane. Uh, that's definitely where I, I wanna keep my eyes out for. But for those of you who like me, are a degenerate scum and are looking for the next whitelist allocation collection to flip, uh, I got a few I got an offer for you guys right now. Sorry in advance if I talk too fast. Utes is obviously the big man that's coming up soon on Solana, but if you guys are too busy waiting for your U list application to get accepted, we have Trippy Bunny launching their secondary collection, which is from Function. Most of you guys know him. Catastrophic is a collection that is gaining tons of uh, attention from ETH people. Tio Pilots is, I think, another collection coming from Soulport. Tom Man, you will not stop shilling him for sure. Rotten Eggs is a collection that is being advised by uh, a very notable Solana influencer and is apparently also being advised by John Shahidi. Komori is uh, a collection that has done a, that has been marketing themselves very well with great three D art and realistic fur. The Indy Cove is a collection brought to you by a ton of Solana OGs trying to advance the Solana music ecosystem. I've heard that Klanosaurus is a collection that has brought on Pixar people into their own ecosystem. Bet3 is a sports betting NFT that is brought to you by Cody on Chain right here, right up here on the stage as well. I've heard that Ordnum Quest is a collection that is being brought to you guys by the Boryoku Dragons team. That might be bullish or bearish. Do with that what you will. Bodega Buddies is something we need more alpha on for sure. Easy and running. let you guys. I'm looking at both of <sighs> you guys and to get more about that. Um... Shrempin is one that Running Man I know will go on and on and on and on about, because it is possibly the most mysterious collection I've seen in a while. And Helions is one I don't know enough about, but I've heard a ton on. And lastly, the one that I think is most notable to me personally is Secret Skellies, probably the blue chip of the near ecosystem, migrating over to Solana. Uh, and I think they're actually going to be on Magic Eden. There's your offer for the week, guys. Go to your research.
0: That's what we love to hear. We're going to wrap up on that sweet, sweet Solana Alpha brought to you by Frisk. Shout out Frisk for doing the legwork for everybody else listening. We're going to catch you back on Monday, 5 p.m. Eastern time for another episode of Solana Made Easy. Shout out all the speakers. Shout out all the dope intros, topics, conversation, and more. But we'll catch you next week.